Previously on Modular, Bradley met up with his old pal he saw in the Lizard Folk, in the middle of the Mirror of Dead Men. The two then ventured towards Inyarv's Tower, where they fought off zombies and deceitful brigands. So, uh, anybody watching the uh, the new live action One Piece? Yeah. No, but I've I've heard it was really good. It's fucking good. It's fucking good. It's, yeah. I'm I'm five episodes deep, and it is just so much better than I ever expected. I watched One Piece as a kid, and mm-hmm. I was like really into it. And I've probably seen like the first like two hundred episodes of One Piece. But then it ju- mm-hmm. it's just too much. Like, I can't watch a thousand episodes of anything. That's just not going to happen, no matter how good it is. And the fucking yeah. live action does it justice. And it's so much more succinct. Like, it's very accessible, I think, for people that don't watch anime. It covers, like, the first 50 episodes of the anime. I think, you know, if you've... Yeah. Really? It's fucking good. How many episodes are there? Uh, eight. Eight, I think. Eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I'm, a, I'm on episode seven, and I keep trying to, like, not finish. Because I'm like, damn, what am I going to do? Afterwards? Yeah, I get that. Dude, fucking... And as a kid, I was obsessed with Zoro. And now he's my favorite fucking character in the live action, too. I'm like, he's just a fucking dog. Like, he can't... He's, he's a hottie. Big fan. He is so hot. Him? I'm like, fuck. Oh. I'm like, bro, you trying to put me in your mouth like that? <laughs> uh, you know, my favorite moment of the show so far is when he's like, he's like tied up, right? And then Luffy comes out of the thing and he looks at him and he says, hello. And welcome. My name is Holly Lyons. My name is Thorin George. My name is Luke Job. And this is Modular. The podcast where we take you through the modules written by Wizards of the Coast for the fifth edition of Dungeons and Dragons. That's right, Sanji. These are the pre-written stories made up by the folks who made up D&D. We didn't write them, but we're here to run them for you. And why would we do that? Well, Zoro, maybe you're a DM who's thinking about running a particular campaign and you want to get a feel for how it plays out. Maybe you're a player who has already been in this particular campaign and you want to reminisce on the good old days. Maybe you're trying not to binge watch the One Piece uh, live action adaptation and you're really struggling with that and you just, you're trying to find something to keep you off of it so you're listening to this episode. But y'all should be warned. Each of our episodes will take on a part of these pre-written adventures. That means there are major spoilers for the key plot points of each story we're running. And right now, we're running Sleeping Dragon's Wake. So if you don't want spoilers, you should probably head on out of here. And there is one more warning we should offer them. That's right, Luffy. Modular is not a podcast for children. 
It contains explicit language as well as adult themes like sex, alcohol, drug use, violence, and a guy who ate a, a fruit that lets him stretch his body. So he stretches his penis to be big and tall and, and go over people's heads. Uh, so please be aware of these not-so-kid-friendly themes. Now, without further ado, welcome to Modular. And our session 12 of Sleeping Dragon's Wake. It's a modular pod. It's a modular pod. So, Thorne, I've heard you have a question to sync us up. Yeah, I do. Um, so, Holly, what are you drinking right now? Currently having an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, because I'm a Dr. Pepper girly. Mm. Modular, sponsored Fancy. by Dr. Pepper. If you need a doctor, call Pepper. God, I wish. <laughs> Luke, what are you drinking right now? It's called, uh, it's something-something tangerine... Um, it's a seasonal beer from Bosque Brewing here in Albuquerque. It tastes like a beer mosa. Um, Ooh, that's fun. I have no idea what that is. Where you put a beer in orange juice. We used to drink them all the time for tailgates, except you would never tailgate with us because you were always asleep. <laughs> or working. Or working. Uh, asleep at your bed. <laughs> Because anytime it was a morning tailgate, I mean, sometimes you'd be down at the old IHOP popping around, but usually, uh, yeah, because if, you know, if there's like a, a, you know, an early morning game, it's like, well, we got to get drunk, but we also want it to be breakfasty. So I, the go-to for me was usually a PBR in orange juice, but if you wanted to get really fancy, a blue moon in orange juice, that shit slaps. Ooh. That sounds like it could be maybe good thorin what are you drinking um i'm drinking foothills pumpkin ale mm. because trader joe's uh i look no i got this from harris teeter oh um mm. the old harry teat mm. the old harry teat okay I, I love pumpkin flavored things i think that's one of my favorite things about fall yeah because you're a basic bitch <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I am a basic bitch. Whenever I go to Starbucks, I'm like, um, can I get the pumpkin cream ice chai, please? Uh, you, so you, many words. Yeah, that was okay. Um, so last time, you were able to convince these two members of the Chimera crew via mass suggestion that there was no more time for fighting, now it was just time for talking, and that they should take you to their base at Eniarv's tower. Remember this? You seen this? You heard about this? I do remember this. All right. You arrived at Eniarv's tower where you and Hisan are now walking in. There was some mention of uh, a thing called Ash Breath. Who knows what the fuck that is? I don't know. Sounds scary. I don't know. They didn't necessarily say it was a thing. They just said, don't let Ash Breath intimidate you. It's true. Mm -hmm. It's true. You've made it over this bridge. You're on an island in a river. And you're walking into a courtyard. Okay. You've walked under the tower where those three scouts were kind of watching you. You see you're walking into a courtyard. It's rather large. Picture, I guess, kind of like Game of Thrones vibes of walking into Winterfell uh, when, when you know Robert rolls up at the beginning of the show. That's what we're picturing here. 
you see that there are oh five women all dressed in chimera crew uniforms three of them look a little squishier two of them look like these two ladies that are escorting you a little tougher um there's a small campfire one of them's cooking some weenies um they're drinking okay. they're drinking pumpkin pumpkin ales uh there you see that on the map nearest them there are some maps uh, sorry on the paper nearest them there is a map of Elterguard, which is a nearby area that's a few different cities and it looks like potentially they're planning some raids potentially of the holy city Elterel. Um, you also see that a few of them are playing some cards. Not if, uh, not if what's-his-name has something to say about it. Anthar Froom? Anthar Froom. Yeah, Anthar Froom would probably fuck some people up. Uh, but, oh, absolutely. He would... I mean, he, he already has fucked people up. We know this. We've seen this. We've heard about yeah. this. But maybe he's getting old. You don't know. So... That's and you also know that that's quite a ways away. Uh, that's that's very far south. So they they seem to be ambitious. Um, in fact, both of you make me history checks. History. Got a six. <laughs> Hisan, this is. I got a thirteen. That's nowhere near where you live, Hisan. There's no there's no reason for a lizard folk <laughs> to be worried about that. Yeah, you know that the. There's there's closer towns, Bradley, Westbridge, uh, Red Larch, Amphail. There's there's lots of spots that would probably be ripe for raiding. Uh, they could pass through the Karna Karnath Roadhouse and head to Thornhold if they wanted. So to be looking at uh, Elturel and Eltergard in general, which is a collection of cities, it's the, it's, its own sovereign. Um, you have to know that it's religiously motivated because Eltergard is protected uh, by lawful or, or good aligned gods. Something has to be religiously motivated. But does Bradley know about the the like shield that's pr protecting Eltergard? Make me another history that keeps check. Undead out. It, it protects Elturel specifically. It's an eight. Nope, you don't know about that. Okay. Well, Thorin is thinking these ladies are idiots. <laughs> okay. But, like, I mean, that's very far away, right? So Fort Morning Lord, Elturel, Triel, uh, Scornabel, and Burdusk are the kind of five cities in Eltergard. That's so far away. They don't... And this is a very motley crew. I don't, I don't know uh, what Bradley would think other than what Thorin's thinking in that they're stupid. These two kind of tough looking women, the tougher ones in the courtyard stop their, their game of, uh, of three dragon Annie. One of them looks up and says, uh, who are you? The name's Jeff John Reese. Sorry. I don't remember what I, the fake name I gave myself. The name's Jeff John Reese, uh, at your service. Uh, my friend and I here, well, really, he's more like a father to me. Um, we were just passing through the area. 
looking for undead. We realize we have learned the undead are yours and we're not going to mess with them. And now we're just wishing to seek shelter for the night before we make our way back to our tribe. Mm. You got coin for that kind of thing? Um, how hidden is my coin purse? Uh, roll me a d20. I got a seven. It is on your hip. And it is out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I've got I've got a uh, plenty of coin. Uh we do a lot of I I'm the one in charge of uh doing all the trading uh with the local set settlements. Um She nods. Uh, this this woman has a face like a horse. And she just kinda uh, so she's not she's cute. not she looks like a horse. She's so she's a horse girl, she, is what you're. Telling I never me. said that. I said she has a face like a horse. There's, don't don't. There's plenty of pretty horse girls out there, okay? Like Tina from Bob's Burgers. Anyway, I never said horse girls aren't pretty. Well, you kind of implied. She nods and she says, "Yeah, you can both stay fifty gold for each of you." Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, that. Is totally fine. Um, that's uh, literally nothing to me. This horse-faced woman, we're going to call her Winnie. She, <laughs> she starts whispering to her mate she's playing poker with. Both of you... Can well let me roll a stealth check and then I'll tell you if you need a perception check or not. Uh, you got a higher <laughs> passive perception than fifteen, yes, Bradley. Yes. She says, "What's stopping us from just robbing these blokes blind, taking everything they have, and leaving them in a ditch?" That's not her voice. What's stopping them? What's stopping us from robbing these blokes blind, taking everything they have, and leaving them in a ditch? <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. I just make a mental note. Uh, the other one looks at you and she says, Would you like to meet Reja, our leader, since you're our esteemed guest for the night? Yeah, sure. Uh, I, I think that's where these two fine ladies were uh, sh showing us to. They both nod, and say, but they've been talking this whole time. They're like, I just can't believe what's going on with the NASDAQ. Um, they <laughs> usher the two of you away, but you, you can feel those eyes on you. Like you are just a, a juicy little treat for them to seize if they, if they so feel like it. You are taken into, uh, or, or rather, sorry, up some stairs. So you see that there are some doors to what looks to be a main tower. And it looks to be barricaded, this main tower does, with old wooden furniture. And you can distinctly hear the moans of the undead from that main tower. Uh, some of them sound big, to put it blatantly. You walk up these stairs, you're 40 feet up now. There are two different kind of, uh, not, not, the, I guess, guard posts, like at the northeast and southwest edges of 
this uh it's not a fort i mean it is a tower but it's a wall surrounding a tower if that makes sense yeah and you were being walked over to the northeast one where when the door is opened you see there is a bed of hay there is a older kind of intense looking woman she's got some grain hair she has a scar running down one of her eyes uh older pretty, how older how much older yeah like how old are we talking she's she's a human and she's probably 50 something she she okay. looks like a mean milf thorin okay uh and next to her is the large monstrosity known as ash breath it is a chimera, a creature with a lion's head, a dragon's head, and a goat's head. And it kind of... Can I do a like a nature or animal handling check to see if I know anything about chimeras? Uh, yeah, you can both make me nature checks. Okay, cool, cool. I got a 12. I got an 18. And what'd you get, Holly? 12. 12 and an 18? Mm-hmm. You know, Bradley, that chimeras cannot speak, but they do understand draconic. And so the two of you talking okay. in code in draconic is not going to land very well. Otherwise, Hisan, you don't know okay. what the fuck this thing is, but it is ugly and it is big. And the two ladies just kind of wave you off and close the door. You can hear them chatting outside. This woman turns, Reja, who you've heard about, and she says, Who are the two of you? And then um, you see she points to you, Hisan, and she says, in Draconic, do you understand this tongue? Yes. Yes, I do. So then I'll ask my question again, and now she's speaking Draconic. Who are the two of you? Um, may I answer? I'm, I'm going to say this in Draconic as well. My accent is still there. Um... <laughs> <laughs> my name is uh, Jeff John Reese. This is my, I guess technically is my master, uh, Sanhi. Um, we, uh, our tribe is located here within the Mirror of Dead Men. Um, and we had noticed there was a lot of undead activity recently. Um, and we were just going out trying to find the source of it uh, to protect our tribe. Uh, your two fine ladies back there have informed us that the undead are under your control. And if uh, your beauty has anything to say, then that means that you are very able to control them. And so we will do no harm to them and we will just be back on our way. I simply requested that we be able to stay the night. It's just been a couple of days since we last had a good rest. 
I need you to roll me a deception check and an insight check. And Hisan, you can also roll me an insight check. Deception is 20. Nice. And insight is 25. I also got a 20. On insight. Both of you, when Bradley, when you mention that she's in control of the undead, you see her face twitches a little bit. You realize for sure this woman is not in control of the undead. She must just be protecting them. But there's a good reason that the door is barricaded. As for your deception, she she senses nothing's amiss. She looks the two of you up and down for a second, and she says, You both look like you can hold your own in a fight. Am I wrong about that? I, I know for certain I can. Um, well, take that back. I know for certain he can. Um, I've gotten in a scrape or two, but well, nothing. If you want to stay the night, that's fine. But if you'd like to stick around a bit, now it is a bit unusual. The Chimera crew is all feminine, but we could use two good soldiers uh, in our next raid, and there's good coin in it too. And where is your next raid too? Uh, well, now for now we're going to stay near this uh, shithole known as Leilon. Um, it's it's not very well guarded. Uh, well, the town itself we won't be pushing, but the caravans aren't well guarded. Uh, people are coming to and fro. Seems like Lord Neverember thinks that he's going to use this as a new trading outpost. Uh, lots of foolish merchants have uh, fallen victim to our, our schemes already, and it's good coin. Now, if you want to get in on some of that coin, we'd be happy to have you. I believe this is something that uh, my friend here and I would have to discuss. It is a very tempting offer, believe me. Um, I fucking hate capitalists. So (laughs) caravans just, you know, piss me off. With that being said, I do do a lot of trading uh, with um, the people of Leilon. They are very kind to our tribe. So angering them may or may not be the best option to us. Um, So I think that's something we may have to discuss. Is is uh, your f- friend here? I'm going to point to the chimera. Is are they friendly? This is an absolutely gorgeous and marvelous creature, and I've never seen one in person, only in books. When you point at the chimera, you hear a <clears throat> very quickly, and that lion head does not seem interested in you pointing your finger at at him at all. And she says, "Easy, ass breath." Ashbreath is my closest companion and personal pet. He can tell that you mean me no harm, so he hasn't already killed you. But if he senses that you mean him harm, he will also kill you. I would I would just advise you keep your distance. Well, I would never kill such a beautiful and wonderful beast. Go ahead. It's a monstrosity, not an animal. You can make me an animal handling check with disadvantage. What's the fucking difference? Evidently, a lot. Uh, I got a twelve. What does it care? What is the what is the chimera? It care doesn't. It doesn't. It, it doesn't seem to really bother you. 
Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't seem bothered by you, rather, but it also doesn't seem like it's gonna like you. Is is uh, he here? How you gained your name, the Chimera Crew? Yes, you are quite astute. Let's put you up in a, in another room. Um, follow me, please. And okay. she just walks you out to the balcony, and then she calls down and and she says, uh, "Winnie, put these two up in the in the room where the greatest zombies were held. Uh, the the last one remaining, they were too much trouble." She turns to you. Some undead are smarter than others, and they're much too unruly. Uh, two of them got out earlier. Another one was still here, but still trying to get out. I just chopped his fucking head off. Um, it might be a, a bit messy, but it'll be warm for you at least. You two take the night. Think over my proposition. Uh, we can discuss more in the morning if you would like. All right. Absolutely. Thank you for your generosity and your kindness. We are greatly appreciative. And might I say, what a hearty crew you have here. I don't think there's anyone here who I wouldn't trust with my life. <laughs> she nods at that. Yes, well, happy resting. Uh, and once again, just think about what I've said. Is the zombies, is the zombie's body still in there? Uh, you've seen a, so you walk back down the stairs when he escorts you over you see the door is like completely broken. You're not going to have a door to your room, but the, there is no zombie body in here, but there is some blood. Okay. So, okay. Are we alone? The two of you are alone. But if, if someone wanted to come up and, and bother you, it wouldn't be very hard to do so, but you're alone. Okay, cool. So I'm going to whisper to Hisan. I can roll a stealth roll if you want me to. No, I'm you don't say, need to. Yeah, so, yeah, sorry about this. I have absolutely no idea how to get the how to get us the fuck out of this. I kind of just, you know, rolled with the punches so much that there aren't really any more punches to throw. Um, my bad. <laughs> I, I kind of thought the strategy here was to, to mate with that woman that seemed like the vibe you were giving off so i kind of thought that was where we i'm were always going. giving off that vibe to, i'm always giving off that vibe to the ladies don't worry about it Hisan. um actually now i'm coming up with a great plan but it will take cunning and it will take stealth so i should probably do it okay but if i'm going to do it then there's got to be a way for us to Hmm. Not sure I'm following, Bradley. This seems kind of half-baked. No. So my idea... So here's my idea. I can turn one of us invisible, and I can make it so that we don't turn back from invisible for quite some time. If we are to... We could, in theory, release the undead from their captivity and have them run amok within this tower and kill these women, right? But the only issue is that if I was to turn invisible, how would I still be within this room? Mm 
If I had the option to change my spells, I could very easily do that, but... (laughs) Unfortunately... You're not a cleric. You're not a wizard. You're not a druid. You don't prepare your spells. Fucking sucks to suck. It does. It really does. All right. Hison, what do you think about that plan? I mean, it's better than anything that I would have come up with. I Honestly, I think that, you know, I was just going to kind of come out of here guns blazing. So <laughs> anything that has some thought put behind it would be good. Yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. I counted at least uh, 11 women and who knows how many undead that they would unleash upon us. Yeah, um, yeah. You're probably right. That's why you're Bradley Copper. I don't know if that means anything right now. Um, (laughs) Let's just lay low until we can figure out what exactly to do. Um, Maybe they'll be kind to us. They're they're offering us a position of import, I guess. Mm You hear kind of a knock at the door, a little, and the two of you look up and you see Winnie and the woman she was playing poker with. Uh, The woman she was playing poker with looks a lot like uh, Rosie O'Donnell. They're the two least attractive women in the camp. And uh, Winnie looks at you, Bradley, and she says, Don't get many men around this camp. Sometimes it gets a bit lonely being in the Chimera crew. My friend here, she kind of likes the look of a lizard folk. If you get, if you catch my drift. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's his decision. Um, I'm going to relay this message to him. All right. What are you saying to Hisan? Hey, Hisan. I say, hey, Hisan. Um, Hisan understands common, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Somewhat. Somewhat. Little, yeah. Yeah. Some. Yeah. Hisan, you get, you get the gist. <laughs> I say, hey, Hisan, I might need you to take one for the team here, but I'm going to be honest with you. I, I don't, don't really like being fetishized, but okay. Yeah, nobody does. Yeah. Let's be real here, but um, we need to build trust within these women, mm-hmm. and this may be how to do it. I would, I would do anything for, for you know, to, to eventually give back to my tribe. So I think that yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, this I is what this all is for. This is, we're, this is, this is what this is all for. We're here to protect your tribe. That's exactly yes. what we're doing. Yes. So if I have to take one for the team, um, and. Bang, Rosie O'Donnell. I think I can do it. The the other woman. Okay, yeah, no. Um, let me tell it. I'm gonna say, yeah, no. He thinks you're absolutely gorgeous, and he would love to uh, bed you uh, right now. Actually, if you have like a more private place to go. Uh, uh the 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 ro- we're gonna call her Dozy. Uh, Dozy <laughs> looks at you, Hisan, and. She she unbuckles one of her her armor buckles and you see her her splint mail kind of sags a little 
and she has just this oh massive meatball of a mold on her on her left clavicle and she starts just kind of playing with it and she says <laughs> she says i know somewhere we could go come on big boy follow me i think beauty standards for lizard folk are a little different than beauty standards for other people's so Hison might not be opposed to the meatball of a mole Kind of into scales, uh, not necessarily moles, but, you know, <laughs> we'll see what we can do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anything, so you, anything are, for... Are you going to, are you going to follow, uh, follow Dozy? Yeah, I'm going to follow Dozy, but I'm going to look back at, at Bradley and I'm just going to give him like a nod. Like we're in agreement here. Like this is, this is for the tribe. This is for the mission. I'm going to say Andraconic. I'm going to say Andraconic. You've got this. And then I'm gonna like turn forward and just shake my head a little bit, like. Ugh. <laughs> Dozy grabs your your claw hand and takes you just upstairs above where the two of you were staying. Winnie, Winnie like takes off her kind of half cloak and pins it to the door, Bradley, so that you have a bit of a curtain. And she says, "That means I get you, big boy." Yeah, no, that's great. Is there anyone else, uh, maybe who's a bit lonelier than you? I don't want to seem rude here. I need you to roll me a persuasion check with disadvantage to not sincerely piss her off. Oh my god. Bradley gets to be choosy? I got a 16. was my lowest. She says... I'm the only one here that's lonely, big boy. And she starts taking off her boots. And you smell a ripe, just sour smell hit your nostrils as those as those dogs come out. And she's got some nice yellow toenails. And she says, cool. she says, tell me what you're into. And... She kind of pushes you. Make me a dexterity saving throw. I'm proficient in those. Um, I got an 18. 18. She tries to push you down, but you manage to keep your, your footing. And she says, you're stronger than you look. Can I do an athletics to take control of the situation? Yeah, what does that look like? Um, I'm going to grab her by the shoulders and push her into the wall. All right. Yeah, go ahead and make me an athletics. Okay. Uh, That's going to be a 24. 24. Hison, you are taken upstairs to the room directly above, so you can hear a bit of scuffling. Dozy looks at you and she says, "Uh, I've never been with uh, one of you before. How does it work? And she's fully getting so, naked. Okay, so I can understand common. Can I speak a little common? No, you cannot speak. Yeah, oh, you for can't sure. speak any common. <laughs> oh, really? I thought I thought Hisan could speak like broken common. He, he spoke a little broken just... common, but 
You could say like I have cloaca. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do I have um like am I Winnie the Poohing? Like am I poo bearing? Do I have any like you, clothing wise? Am I wearing anything? You can't. You pretty much walk around naked. Okay, so I'm just gonna you know I'm gonna just take both of my hands and I'm just gonna motion right towards, towards your crotch. She starts spitting, spitting in her hand a lot and starts, you know, going to town on herself. And, uh, she says, she says, uh, uh, did did you, did you bring your coin pouch up here too? Uh, you don't know what I'm saying. Fine. I'll just let Winnie deal with that. And she is, is moving towards you, but you, you now get. The the realization is hitting you that they're gonna try and Winnie's gonna try and rob Bradley. Oh shit! Downstairs, okay. Bradley, you push her against the wall, and she says, "My my, what a man!" And she's quivering, and you see she's drooling a little bit, and then as you're kind of looking at her, she just spits in your mouth. Cool. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> that bottle of rum that I have in my pouch, I'm going to uncork it and just chug it, right? And then I'm going to, like, pour some directly into her open mouth. And she's like, oh, don't, spo- don't spoil your, your goods. And she's she's fondling your, your weenie. Um, and then I'm going to say, I'm going to say, look, love, if we really want this to get done... I'm going to need you to be as drunk as you possibly can be. She says, she says, I don't want to not remember this night with you. She falls to her knees. Oh. And you feel that she's pulling your trousers down. But you also have the distinct feeling with your high uh, passive perception. She does have a hand on your coin pouch. Okay. I'm going to place my hands upon her hands and I'm going to look down at her um, and I'm going to take one hand, the one that's not touching my coin pouch and I'm going to lift her by her chin and I'm going to say you're never going to forget this night now drink up roll me a persuasion check persuasion (laughs) Kison, I have one question for you while he's rolling that are you going that is an eight are you going to boink dozy yes or no 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 i've got to get out of this all right then we got to flush that scene out in a second (laughs) okay uh you you rolled a what an 18 she just and you feel her other hand let go of your coin pouch she drinks as much rum as you tell her to and I'm down in the whole fucking bottle. She into her. I had like I had like maybe two shots of this rum, but I'm giving her the rest of the bottle. Let's see. Probably alcohol poisoning. She's like gagging, spitting rum out of her mouth, like kind of choking. She, there's a there's a bit of like fondling. She definitely kisses you a few times. Uh, she's she's trying to work your member, but uh, very quickly she has passed out. Right. Okay. Kisan, upstairs. 
Dozy is coming at you like a flying cannonball, just trying to land, trying to land Vagine on Peen. What are you going to do? Um, okay, 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 okay. So, she's coming at me. I guess I'm going to kind of pull what Bradley was pulling by trying to be assertive and take control. I kind of understood what she was talking about with the coin first, so I'm trying to think, okay, I need to get to Bradley and warn Bradley. Um, so I'm going to grab her by her shoulders and kind of twist her against the wall. Act, <laughs> act like I'm making a move, kind of, sort of. Um, but just, like, bang her so hard <laughs> that she knocks out. <laughs> Is that possible? Is that something I can do? Go ahead and make me an athletics check. Because this is mid-flight. I got a 20. You manage. She leaps at you, <laughs> grabs her, her hands, grab the balls of her feet, and she is coming at you spread open, ready to land. You grab her by the ankles, twist her. She lands on the ground with a thud. This is a very weak floorboard. She falls through the floor, as do you. You land next to Bradley. She lands on top of Winnie, and you hear a death rattle as both of them are killed. As they each hit the ground, she lands on her friend. Uh, she is naked and wet. Winnie is naked, wet, and drunk. They are both covered and filled with splinters, wood sticking up through the back of Dozy's neck. She's just spurting blood as she dies while she suffocates her friend. Well, that's not oh, what I fuck. wanted to happen at all. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Uh, oh, fuck. Uh, uh, I'm going to just... Um, Bradley runs out and he says, Hey, we need some help. We need some help over here. Uh, very quickly, Chimera crew members are running to your aid. The two from before are still just chattering. And that's how I learned to make my mom's uh, clam chowder. Uh, the, <laughs> the rest of them, you don't see Regia, but the rest of them run over. And one of them looks inside and says, Oh my God. Those two girls always said they wanted to die fucking, but I never thought it would actually happen. What? Did she fall through the, 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 the ceiling? Yes, yes, no, no. Winnie and I had just finished, and, 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 and then suddenly these two fell through the roof. They make a quick look of everything. One of them just rubs her temples and says... Oh my, I'll be the one to go tell Regia. It, you help these women just clean this up. This is bad, but I mean, at least they both died doing what they loved. Okay, yeah, no, I'll definitely, let's help. And she sure. looks at you really quickly, each of you, and she says, I, everyone's into somebody, right? And then she, she just walks off. I'm going to say, it's been so long since I've had, you know, human connection. It's just. <laughs> the, it takes some time. You clear out this room of these now two dead Chimera crew members. 
a little bit later, Regia comes down in her nightgown. She is rather voluptuous, Bradley. She walks over to you and she says, Right, well, I'm glad you had your fun. Now it looks like I'll need you to be taking me up on that offer. We just lost two good women. I see two good men to replace them. What say you? You willing to do this? May I ask what would happen if we were to say no? We'll send you on your way, I suppose. Make me an insight check. I don't think this is true at all. I got a 20. Also, Regis seems like a lesbian, so I don't think Bradley would be... She'll kill you. She'll kill you if, if you decline yeah. her. Okay. I'm going to say... Well, seeing as you lost two crew members, I don't necessarily think we have much of a choice here, do we? Go ahead and make me a deception check. What'd you roll? A natural one. Do you have inspiration? <laughs> plus 12 is 13. Do what? you have inspiration? 13's not going to be high enough. I don't. Huh? No, I don't got shit, dog. I can't. I, I should give you inspiration for something, but I'm not going to do it retroactively. But I'll keep that in mind that you don't have inspiration. She cocks an eyebrow. And... She says... Well, I'm glad to see you're amenable to the idea. She looks past you and then just quickly goes, she runs her finger along her neck and goes, and these women, the rest of the Chimera crew, are going to attack you. We are going to go ahead cool. and jump into initiative. Let's see. Real quick, i got to do something. You know that the two other women that you subdued before with mass suggestion are still just chatting away. You don't have to worry about them. Chatting away. I, I'm, I'm, so I want to so put this out there. Ten, I mean, eight. So we have six, six women, it sounds like. Seven. Six... Seven other oh, were eleven, right? Um, and so, uh, obviously, a, a lot of this episode has probably sounded a little ridiculous to some of our listeners. Inyarv's Tower is a fucking kill box, like so much of these books. This is a fighting Regia and uh, Ashbreath. Is that its name? Mm -hmm. The the two yeah. of them alone are a deadly encounter. So, taking out four of these veterans that would be presenting themselves as a problem is definitely me trying to help my players not die. All right, give me one moment. We're I can I say, can I try and persuade? Can I say, look, I really we really don't want any trouble here. We're simply just trying we'll do whatever it is you need us to do. Please don't harm us. You see she's turned her back on you. She's like walking away to let these women kill you. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So. Um, you said initiative, right? Yes, indeed. 
Y'all can go ahead. Okay, let's roll high. I got a natural 20, so 24. Nice. And what about eight? Eight? Mm-hmm. Not super amazing, but that's okay. All right, at the top of the order, Bradley, it is your turn. You see that there are, off to your left, there are three women up on the wall. Behind you, there are three women that just helped you clear out the the room with the two dead bodies. They are surrounding you as quickly as they can, but it is your turn first. Okay, I'm going to say, all right, fuck this, and I'm going to pull out my Wand of Magic Missile, and I'm going to use all seven casts. So that is going to be, how many do I get? Initially three, right? So I'm going to cast 9d4 plus 9. At whom? At Regia. All right. That's going to be 18 plus 9 is 27 points of force damage against Damn, her. Damn, you hit her in the back with this. She cries out in pain, is kind of tossed to the dirt, but she was already about 10 feet away from you. You see that she is still going to be making a beeline back to her room. But she did cry out. And I will say, you hear after she cries out a... Okay. So that's an action. Got any bonus actions? I... Let me look here. I'm going to pull out my lyre and go, ding, diddling, ding, 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 ding. You've got this, Hisan. And I'm giving him bardic inspiration. All right, sick. That's a, And that's my turn. That's a D10 to, uh, to add to some stuff. Okay. Cool. All right, you see very quickly, these three from behind you are running up with short swords. Hisan, you were getting attacked twice. Bradley, you're getting attacked four times. Hisan, you were hit once for five points mm-hmm. of okay. damage. Okay. Bradley, you're being attacked four times. You are hit once as well and take six points of damage. Then... Okay. The, Wait, what's up? Can I can I use my reaction to tell Hisan something? Sure. I'm going to say, Hisan, I need you to get uh, pretty far away from me, please. Cool. Then the three women up top are <laughs> going to be shooting arrows at you. Okay. Hisan, you do have deflect missiles as an mm-hmm. action, so just keep that in mind. If you want to use your reaction to try and stop one of these, three arrows are coming at each of you. Okay. I'm going to... I am going to... Use... No, I just used my you reaction. You just God used your okay, reaction. Uh, none of the three of them hit you, no! Bradley. All three none of them? None of them. And he's... Hisan, okay. what's your AC? Uh, 17. Only one hits you, but it is a crit. 
But if you want to use a reaction, you can you can take one d10 plus thirteen off of the damage. Okay. Um, we can do that. All right. He saw this arrow that was headed straight for your neck. Bradley, you watch as Hison just waves his hand, catches it, and do you want to spend a key point to throw it back? Because you can if you want, but you don't have to. Let's go ahead. Let's do it. All right. Go ahead and so roll, me a, hit minus. roll me a d20 and add plus eight to it. Okay. Yeah, I think this... Hison, watching Hison, I think my next character is going to be a monk. <laughs> nice. <laughs> You said um, it was a you D20, roll a 20 and then add what? Eight. Uh, so it's going to be 26. Yeah. Roll me a D6 and add four. D6 and add four. Five. All right. So you lose a key point for that. So mark that. But you do... Hison grabs this, twirls it in an instant, throws it back, and you see it stick into this woman's chest and is just causing her to st start spurting blood, and she cries out. Uh, you've never seen Hison do something that badass before, that's for fucking sure. Hell yeah. Hison, it is now your turn. Okay, so give me a lay of the land. How close are... You have one woman behind you swinging at you, and then gotcha. off. So that's probably your your biggest concern at the moment yeah and yeah. then 40 feet over uh you've got three women that are 30 feet up but once again pythagoras does not exist in this world so they're just 40 <laughs> feet away from you uh there's okay. three women shooting one of them is concentrating on each of you and then one shot an arrow at both of you then okay ahead of you so if you want to get away from bradley you have about 20 feet of space you can back up towards the room you were just in ahead of you passing this tent is regia she looks like she is making a beeline back towards her room and she has about 20 40 60 80 she has about 100 feet to get there okay um so a woman five feet behind you, three shooting 40 feet away from you, and then Regia is 10 feet ahead of you, and she's going to move another 100 to get back to her room. Well, is there a way that I can kind of move away from Bradley and then use my sling to, like, shoot at the lady that was originally super close to me? Regia, that's... To... Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But now if you do that, she's going to take an attack of opportunity on you. Unless you... Do you have mobile? No, you don't. You don't have any feats. So, so she's going to take an attack of opportunity on you. But if you want to do that, you can. I will say your sling is not as strong as your unarmed attacks. If you want to try and punch her three times and then run, that could be the move. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Let's fucking hit her. Okay, so I need to... Roll three. Roll three, yep. Okay, I've got a 20. Hits. I've got an 11. And Misses. I've got a 22. Hits, obviously. Alright, okay, so go ahead and roll two. Yep, two damages. A seven and a seven. Seven and a seven? Mm-hmm. If you use Flurry of Blows and spend another key point to make one more attack, you probably could kill her. If you want to. 
Let's fucking do it. Let's kill her. Die. Hell yeah. Let's fucking go. How many key points do you have left? Uh, I now have seven. Okay. Nice. So make me one more unarmed attack. Okay. And remember, you do have bardic inspiration. Perfect. That's true. That 11 um, could have been a hit, but we'll we'll save it for another time. Yeah, I got a 10. You could use bardic now if you wanted. Let's use it. Let's use it now. Roll a d10. It's another d10. A nine. 19 will hit. You rip this lady's throat open, and you are free to move a good 20 feet back to not be close to Bradley. Perfect. Let's move on. All right. Bradley, you just feel the warm splash as that woman's blood is, is sprayed on your back. You see okay. that Regia dashes and uses a bonus action to also dash. So she sprints 90 feet in six seconds. She's sprinting up those stairs back. As she is closing in on her room, you see that Ash Breath barrels through the door, ripping the door off of the hinges, unfurls his wings, and is spiraling down towards you, Bradley. His movement speed... Chimera have wings. Chimera have wings. Oh, fuck. Where the fuck? Fl yeah, 60 feet. So he... F yeah, they do have fucking wings. So he fuck. flies... Full disclaimer, I googled that. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Full disclaimer, I googled that thing, because when you said monstrosity, I was like, oh, it's not going to be that bad. No, that's the right... That's the right uh, category for that thing. Yeah, I don't know what I, I guess I was expecting fucking Dragon's Dogma Chimera, but no. Yeah. It is not. Very different. It takes 60 feet of flight towards you. It's still uh, 60 feet away, so it dashes. And Bradley, you just see this thing slam into the mud and slide, and it is face to face with you. But that is its turn. Okay. It is your turn. Cool. I would like to use uh, my movement to get 30 feet closer to um, Regia. You're going to take some attacks of opportunity. That's fine. Okay. That's On at least one of them, I'm going to say in Draconic, don't! And that's going to take nine away from one of its rolls. All right, you s from the chimera. These lion, yes. these lion claws rolled a twenty-one, and you took what off? Nine. So that is a miss. Does not touch you. One of the scouts also misses, but another one hits. You feel a, a, the sting of a short sword just clip you in the calf, and you take three points of slashing damage. Oh, that's fine. You are thirty feet away. What you gonna do? Send a fireball? I'm thirty feet closer, so she's sixty feet away. She's right? she's run up the stairs. Yeah, she's sixty feet from you. Okay, I'm gonna cast. I need her to make me a wisdom saving throw as I cast dominate person. Oh shit! She rolls a twelve. She fails. Um. 
I'm going to tell her to stop this attack, Regia. You know we mean you no harm. Okay. I am going to say in the heat of combat, she's, she's not going to be able to do anything until it's her turn. Yeah, no, absolutely. All right. So as that's happening, these two that you ran from are going to sprint at Hisan then. So they're short swords okay. coming at you, Hisan. All right. A 15 is a miss. A 16 is a miss. A 13 is a miss. And a 16 is a miss. So you were just, okay. these two women come swinging swords at you. You dodge left, dodge right, matrix dodge, do a backflip. You are absolutely fine. You're monking it up. These ladies on the wall are shooting at you, Bradley. That's a miss, a hit, a hit, a miss, a miss, and a hit. So you take 20 points of damage as three arrows. Jesus Christ. But Okay, what do I have to roll for concentration? Well, you're going to make three con concentration checks on Dominate Person. Okay. So each one of them needs to beat a 10. What am I rolling? Constitution saving throws. Okay. First one succeeds. <clears throat> the second one failed, but the third one was a nat 20. You gotta give me something for that. Alright, a nat 20. I will let... It was a 9. So it was one point away. I will let you roll. Because you hit a nat 20, I will let you roll one more. So you're hit once in the left arm, and you power through it. Uh-huh. A second one catches you in your left forearm, and you don't even fucking feel it. But then this third one hits you right in the hip, and it is a shooting pain, <sighs> but you know that you have to hold on. Make me one more constitution saving throw. I'm closing my fucking eyes for this. Uh, God damn it! It's a six. Yeah, that one in the hip, you feel that shit touch your marrow, dog, and you know... That you cannot maintain concentration. Regia, for a second, looked like she was going to call off the fight. She shakes her head, and that is not happening. Bradley, as a free action, uh, even though it's not your turn, with your perception, you see that you are now closer to the undead door than you were. Should things need to... How close? You are now... You move 30 feet... You are 10 feet away from it. Okay. All right. It is now Hisan's turn. Hisan, you have two Chimera crew members attacking you. All right. I'm going to try to bite, um, I guess, whichever one is closest to me. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they're both yeah, right there. Yeah, so I'll just pick one. Um, ah, 10... 10 is a miss, but you have two okay. more attacks to make. Oh, nice. Uh, 23. Hits. And an 18. Hits. Perfect. Okay. Uh, 5 for the first one, and 8 for the second. 
All right, yeah, you claw into this this soldier's chest. She is bleeding profusely. She is not dead. Mm. All right, that's your turn. Regia runs out of sight, Bradley. And then you hear the thumping, trampling footfall of this chimera bounding towards you. And you feel a intense heat. I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw. Of course it has fire breath. Um, I rolled a 26. You just instinctually roll to your left, feeling this fire just clip you on your feet. Uh, Mid-roll, you take 15 points of fire damage. On my fucking feet? Yeah, on your feetsies, on your little your little toesies. Your little piggies are getting cooked. My little tootsies. Those grippers. So, that is in place of its bite. Then, as you kind of pop up, you feel claws are coming at you. What is your AC? 16. It misses. You feel that studded leather, that new studded leather, claws just hit and miss. And then the the goat head, you see it drop its chin as you begin to turn, and it is going to try and ram you right in the face. And you... Um, I'm going to use my reaction to say, get the fuck away from me, goat. And it needs to take away from its roll. Four. An 18 drops to a 14. You... Grab that horn, twist yourself, slide in the mud, and kind of matador this thing away from you. What's your HP at, Bradley? Uh, 33 out of 77. You take a look at the lay of the land. To the left, Hison is clawing his way past these two scouts. Up uh, above you, there are three archers. All have their eyes set on you. Off to the right, you know that Regia is likely grabbing arms and armor to take the fight to you. Behind you, you hear nails breaking off into the wooden boards and the undead groans of the servants of Merkel, who will easily rip you and Chimera crew members asunder. And the last thing you see on this battlefield is those three heads of that Chimera turn as it looks back at you ready to fucking kill you. Modular is Holly Lyons as Hisan, Thorin George as Bradley Copper, and Luke Job as our Dungeon Master. The story you heard today, as well as 99% of the characters, were created by Wizards of the Coast and can be found in the module Sleeping Dragon's Wake. Holly Lyons is our fantastic editor. Raven Walker does our brand new cover art. Our music today was written and performed by Max Hedman. You can find Max's music anywhere you listen to music. You can follow us on Twitter at ModThePod. Join our private Facebook group at the Modular Podcast Fan Club. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the Modular Podcast. And subscribe to us on YouTube at the modular podcast you can email us with any questions about our show at modularpodcast at gmail.com here's a quick shout out to hannah weatherman faza ali 
and Madison Bergstead, who are all part of our private Facebook group that I just mentioned. If you want a shout out like them, maybe you should join that Facebook group too. That's a, a, a very intimate space. It's like it's like reading a book with us on a bearskin rug by a fire. That that's not like Twitter. That's not like TikTok. That is that is a space to get close to us. If you know and you know what I mean. It is it is a completely different world. It, it is just so loving, wink. But for real, we would love it if you joined our Facebook group. We have a lot of great discussions about the show there. Remember that new episodes come out every Tuesday. And until then, thank you for listening to Modular.